Good morning, God. Thank you for waking us up another day. Thank you for the restful peace that you gave us last night. Listeners, welcome and thank you for coming to pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to anyone who comes under the possession of the devil. Sadly, he is alive and he is real. And we as innocent bystanders sometimes allow the devil to get in and he's wicked. So let us pray today for anyone that comes under the possession of the devil that they can fight it with everything in them and that God will swoop in and rescue them as soon as they can. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight for I can't walk alone. Amen. And from our prayers from commanding your morning, Father, I accept the assignment that Jesus gave when he prayed for all who would follow him. I declare that the anointing is on my life will flow unhindered and it will repel every evil scheme of the enemy. I speak success, prosperity, health, wealth, vision, direction, creativity, holiness, righteousness, peace, and joy from your spirit today. I declare that I have everything I need to be part of the answer and not the problem. I am anointed in this season to bring forth kingdom strategies and fulfill divinely ordained assignments. In the name of Jesus, amen. Father, place the anointing of the prayer warrior upon me. Interrupt my agenda today with those who need your touch. Give me words for those in need. Give me ears to hear their cries and a heart that is soft enough to feel their pain. 
I decree complete restoration of anything the enemy has stolen from their lives. By the power of your spirit, break every chain of bondage, heal every hurt, meet every need, and restore the hope and joy that come from the salvation through your Son. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, download into my spirit a fresh zeal of excitement for intercession today. I lift up others before you as if their needs were my own. I seek your thoughts and intentions toward them and declare that you have provided all the answers they need. You have forgiven and cleansed their sins. You have healed their diseases and restored their relationships with their children and families. You have provided them with an abundance of blessing so they might give generously to those in need. You have assigned them a specific destiny and equipped them with every good thing that they might accomplish it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back with more. God is driving. God is giving direction. Stay right there. Listeners, hear me and please hear me well. This is very, very important. And God has placed it on my heart, on my mind. And this is probably the third reminder I've received from him. So I'm sorry, Lord, for the delay, but I'm going to share now. Listeners, any sin, any that you have committed, be it homosexuality, adultery, witchcraft, most of the sins or all of the sins that everyone calls a major sin because all sin is sin. If you have asked God to forgive you, he will, he has, he does. If you have gotten on your knees and you have asked God for forgiveness of whatever sin you have committed. He will forgive you. He has forgiven you. He does forgive you. And why this is so important for you to know is you have to be free, free to love God, 
free to be in his presence, happy to be among his people again. We're all born into this world innocently and then we'll fall into different paths. If you have strayed from the correct path as you know it in your heart, then ask God to forgive you. Stop the activity immediately. Pray for God's strength to keep you strong. Stay on track. Get back on track. We welcome you back. All of these beautiful things, all of these thoughts, you're on your road back to salvation. Get off your own back. Let it go. I once had someone tell me that, oh, the devil, he will bring you in and make sure your sins are so thick and indelible that you can't get back to Christ. Well, that is a lie. The devil is a liar. You can come back into communion with God. It is up to you. He is a sovereign, omnipotent, omnipotent, omnipresent lifesaver. And he loves us as his children. You can turn it around. Please, please don't ever, ever think that you can't. Keep your foot from evil. That's why we pray every day for God's protection, for his love, for his seatbelt around us so that we don't fall off course. So welcome back. You are forgiven. Repent and God hears you. And now from hope for each day, it says, Psalm 103, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. If you could know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God had completely forgiven you, what reason would you have to keep feeling guilty? Absolutely none. Well, God offers you exactly that, complete and total forgiveness, no matter what you have done. Jesus willingly took your sins and mine upon himself and he paid the penalty that we deserved. The Bible puts it this way, for God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. We don't need to wonder if we've been forgiven. We don't need to carry around a burden of guilt. If memories from the past return, remind yourself of the truth. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. 
If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Then thank God for forgiving you freely and fully because of Christ's sacrifice for you. Told you God is driving today. The only thing that counts as far as our salvation is concerned is our relationship to Jesus Christ. If you have acknowledged your sinfulness and truly trusted God to save you, then nothing can take away your salvation. If we are committed to Jesus, however, God also wants us to become part of a fellowship of believers. God wants us to grow in our faith. And one of the ways that we do this is through our fellowship with other believers. So the Bible says, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And that's Proverbs 27. It also says, let us not give up meeting together, but let us encourage one another. And that's Hebrews 10, verse 25. Listeners, ask God to lead you to a church, to a body of believers where you can grow spiritually. I thank God for leading you to this podcast. I'm doing my part. I'm doing what I have been asked to do. I am being obedient to God and my life has changed for the better. It's amazing. God will use the preaching of his word and a congregation's worship to encourage and strengthen you. So get involved in activities your church, a Bible study, a prayer group, a service project, this podcast, God will use them to help you grow in your faith. And then he will use you to help others. Plain and simple listeners, Plain and simple. Simple. But only hard if you make it hard. Be right back in a moment. Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. I have set before you life and death. Therefore, choose life. God hovers over the entire world, 
seeking to pluck sin from those immortal souls that are in danger of drowning in hell. He tosses out a line to all those who are in trouble. Some grab on the God's line and freely receive the gift of his son, Jesus Christ. They are pulled to safety and eventually, in the end, are taken to heaven. But others ignore the line or even knock it away, believing that they are not really in peril or that they can make it to safety on their own. Tragically, they are lost, not because God has rejected them, but because they have rejected God. Don't make the wrong choice. Grab the line. It has been extended to you. Amen. Our Christian walk is about surrendering ourselves to the will of God as he perfects us by making us more and more like him. And we know that perfection is a gradual process that we will only fully come into when we leave this earth and join God in heaven. So let's thank him, dear God. I thank you that you are constantly at work in me and my life. Lord, I make myself available to your ways because I know that you are able and you are higher than me. And your ways are better than my own and they are what is best for me. In Jesus' name, I pray. And now from prayers from the wilderness, gaze your eyes upward. Father, the situations in my life sometimes cause me to listen to the negative attitudes around me. Instead of hearing your voice of hope, I temporarily succumb to fear, which is a tool of the enemy. But I give you praise for showing me a better way, your way. I praise you for problems that can be solved by faith. They are too enormous for me to even plan a solution. So I am learning to speak words of faith and allow you to provide the answer. When I go through the day and a surprise financial obligation greets me, I know to be calm and I know to say, Father, here's another debt that I need you to pay. I praise you, Lord, for a divine belief that does not have a prerequisite of intellect, wealth, or worldly prominence. Your blessing of faith is for anyone who trusts you, anyone who loves you, and anyone who believes you. Your glory is embedded in words of faith. As I speak my needs into a prayer and a praise of faith, you begin working on my behalf. 
My connection with you is strengthened. My burden is lifted. My anxiety is gone. I praise you for a divine belief that does not have a prerequisite of intellect, wealth, or worldly prominence. Father, your command in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7 says to walk by faith and not by sight. That develops my spiritual vision. The power you provide in your words and assurances are my daily arsenal against the adversary's schemes. And the answers that are provided by faith encourage me to continue to grow in your word. So I praise you for blessing me with testimonies in my life, which are examples of your love, examples of impossible situations, which answered through promises of faith. I give you praise, Father, for your infinite love and care. I praise you again for blessing me with testimonies in my life, which are the examples of your love, which are the examples of impossible situations that have been answered through the promises of faith. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Psalm 34, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Amen. And God's purpose for your life, it says, wait for him. Wait for the Lord, be strong and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for the Lord. Today you may be thinking, I just don't know if I really have confidence that God will help me. I feel like I need an answer right now. Well, we understand this feeling and why you're feeling this way. However, I would point out that there are many aspects of your life that you entrust to others. You trust doctors for your health, financial advisors for your retirement, accountants with your taxes, and then you wait until they finish their work. No matter how skilled and trustworthy these experts are, isn't God even more trustworthy? It's crucial for you to grasp how reliable the Father is to lead you because you are making your choices based on what you believe about him. Though it's true that sometimes the people you count on will let you down or make judgments without all the facts, the Lord never will. God does not cheat. God does not fail or forsake you as others might. Rather, if he is delaying on giving you an answer, it is for a worthy reason, and that is for your ultimate good. As for today, wait for him. Listen 
for his answer. Do not despair. God will answer in his perfect time and in a manner that will genuinely bless you. Jesus, I wait for you, trusting in your perfect timing and plan. Amen. Amen. And let's close with this prayer because it will help with the internal healing that all of us crave for. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins. Rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. My dear listeners, when you see the devil coming, when you feel a wrong spirit coming on you, when you sense any kind of danger around you, raise your hands up to the heavens immediately and ask God to drop that rope that will save you immediately. Get out of that mindset. Get out of that space. Rebuke that energy. That's my prayer for you for the rest of your life. Come back tomorrow and pray with me again. God bless you. Bye for now.